0: Welcome to the Plants, Prana and Purpose podcast. I'm your host, Paige Nelson, and together we will expand our minds and souls through conscious conversations. As a certified holistic nutritionist, yoga instructor and wellness coach, I will be providing insights, tips, reflections and inspiration on how to live a holistic, fulfilling and aligned life. I am so excited and honored to have you here with me. Let's dive in. Hello lovely people and welcome back to the podcast. So today I wanted to tell you a little bit about my own journey with finding this sense of home within myself because I definitely feel there was a strong period of time where I was searching outside of myself for this sense of home and I can definitely say that that's a huge reason why I had originally gone to India and wanted to come to Bali was because I really felt that my environment or the place that I was living was going to change me or going to make me feel better in some way. And while I can't say that this is completely untrue. Like I have mentioned before, my environment is really important to me. And yes, where you do live is important because you wanna love where you live. But the feelings that I was having of feeling lost, unhappiness, depression, all of that, that had really nothing to do with where I was living, but it had to do with this deep work and need for a deeper connection to myself. And this wasn't, like, an intentional journey that I went on, like, I am going to find home within myself now. This is actually something that came to me the other day just, like, so spontaneously because I was feeling so happy and giddy and, like, almost having tears of joy, and I felt like butterflies inside, and I was like, oh my gosh, like, what is this? Like, I feel like I'm in love, (laughs) and I realized that I had fallen in love with myself, which is like, (laughs) I'm giggling. And it feels so funny to say, but you know, I've thought of this idea of dating yourself before. And, you know, like you have to love yourself first and date yourself first before you can like love and date and have other people love and date you. And This was like so not about that and so not about romance or anything in that way, but it was just about, whoa, I have fallen so in love with myself and the way that I have devoted to my growth and my healing and the way that I am able to navigate situations and communicate with my friends and family and... Find different ways to, you know, get myself out of a rut or, yeah, just really how I operate on a daily basis. And, you know, I wanted to mention that my word for this year was devotion. And I have been a little bit hard on myself. And apparently, this is a theme that some people around me have told me this year is that I'm hard on myself. And I realized that I was being hard on myself because I was like, "Oh my gosh!" My word for this year was devotion, and I find myself like in and out of practices, in and out of consistency, da 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 da. Like this is not being devoted to myself. And then recently, I have this really big hit that this entire year even if it doesn't feel like I have been on this consistent, like, every morning waking up, meditating, journaling, doing my practices, like going to the gym, da 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 Even though that's not what every single day has looked like, that doesn't mean that I haven't been devoted to myself and to my growth. I think sometimes we think that in order for us to achieve a goal or be successful or be devoted to ourselves and be committed to ourselves means that we have to show up every single day in the same way, constantly showing up never having a bad moment never having a bad day. But that's so untrue. It really is the way in which we can constantly come back. And that coming back doesn't always have to look the same. And. I think the way in which we navigate our lives and can find those different ways to come back with, within different experiences, that is, is the devotion. The devotion is the knowing that you have kind of lost yourself a little bit or like started to expand outside of yourself and that there just needs to be a recentering. So I just wanted to say that because I had felt a little bit down on myself about being not devoted to myself, but that's like literally so untrue. I have been so incredibly devoted to myself this year and I am really really proud of that and one of the ways that I feel and know this so strongly without having to have like the physical proof of the check box of like oh I did this every day and that every day it's like it's actually an internal feeling that I know that where I am right now is because I have been consistently devoted to myself in different ways throughout the year and have constantly come back and I had this feeling the other day that was like whoa I am different and it was so cool I I can't remember I don't know I'm totally blanking on the certain situation that it was but it was kind of this feeling that I realized where I am now in August of 2023 is a version of myself that has unblocked and removed and processed so many traumas, emotions, limiting beliefs, ways of operating that don't serve me that now that I understand them and have like removed them, I am operating in a completely different way. And it's like all the things that I have done over the past few months have been sort of like um a revealing. Like I have been confronted with so much. And then I started to process and push them aside. And not push them aside, but like process and dissolve them. And then now there's this new me that's here with this new awareness and this new way of living. And it's kind of hard to put into words, but I am starting to feel like this person that I've always wanted to be. And How I put it in my head the other day was like, I'm kind of in a deep integration phase or and kind of have been for the past couple of months of learning and relearning and practicing new ways of of being and navigating, whether it's a conversation with my friends or my family, I'm integrating and practicing these new ways of doing things. And all of a sudden the other day, it was actually like, oh, I'm not having to think about them anymore. I'm not having to think about how do I navigate this in a way that would be like my higher self. I'm just navigating it in that way. And I was like, holy crap, this is so cool. I have sort of like entered a new expression of myself which is so amazing. And so I kind of feel now, obviously there's always more room for growth. I'm in this place now that I feel like I actually have like direct access to become my higher self. And I, in the past have felt such a disconnect from the person I was then to the person I wanted to be. And I didn't understand how I was going to get there. And I didn't really like, I just felt really disconnected from it. And I think that's partially why I always felt like I didn't connect super well with manifestation because I was like, this just feels so I don't want to say unattainable, because there was a deep part of me that always believed it was possible. But I just like didn't get it. I was like, I don't understand how I'm gonna get there. And now I really feel that I have direct access and clarity in how I must continue to grow and continue to just exist in this world, in order for me to become a more elevated version of myself. Which is like, I just want to put add in here that it can be a little bit toxic, for lack of a better word, to constantly be like, oh, "I need to be better. I need to keep growing. I want to be this." higher better version of myself but i also think that it's really helpful to connect with that version of yourself so that you can stay aligned with the life that you want to live so this leads me into one thing that i wanted to mention about this like journeying basically home to myself is that when i first came to bali i thought that like being in bali was going to fix all of my problems and i was like ah oh, i just want to live in bali and i'm it's going to be amazing. And I'm gonna be blissed out. And there's just lots of yoga and meditation and spiritual people. And wow, it's gonna be absolutely incredible. And this was like, so not not it. (laughs) It was so not it at all. I actually came here and I was pretty miserable. The first I would say, six to eight weeks of my time here, I was White depressed. I was so lost. I just had no idea who I was. I started to understand that I had traumas and was dealing with these heavy traumas. Like It was such an incredibly heavy time for me and I was not like, oh yes, Bali has just solved and fixed all of my issues. What Bali did offer me was the people, the places, the experiences to be able to heal. And it offered me a space to be held and to find sisters and create communities that helped me with that growth. So like, yes, being in Bali was no mistake and has offered me literally everything and more I could have needed in this time. But me living here is not what has made me feel at home because being fully honest i don't feel like bali is my home i think bali was and is my space for getting to know myself on an extremely deep level and doing really deep healing but bali as much as it is beautiful as much as the community here is like literally everything i can dream of bali also has a lot of downsides and there are a lot of things that I actually don't feel are conducive to the life that I want to live. And so my time, as I mentioned in my previous podcast in, in Bali, is actually going to be coming to an end fairly soon. And I part of why I feel so okay with that is because I feel so at home within myself, So obviously, I wanted this episode to be about the journey of coming back home to myself and feeling at home within myself and kind of how that happened. And I've, you know, I've talked about bits and pieces, but I just kind of wanted to like lay out sort of what I feel really were the things that helped me feel this way. And before coming to Bali, like when I was in India, if you don't know about my experience in India, you can kind of go back into some of my podcasts to listen. But my experience in India really rocked me. And it rocked me all the way to Bali and then showed me that I had these deep, deep wounds to heal. And I think the number one thing that people need to do if they want to come home to themselves and feel whole is you have to look at the hard, challenging things, which start with looking at the way that you basically operate on a daily basis, looking at your triggers, looking at the way you are in relationships, looking at how you communicate with others, looking at if you are reactive, because all of those things being triggered, reactive, all of that is because of your past and because of traumas that have come up. So being able to be triggered by whatever happened in India, be faced with these traumas and confronted with the things that I needed to heal allowed me to understand myself more deeply than I ever literally ever could have imagined. And so healing these traumas started to allow me to operate in different ways. And then along the way, like different friendships started coming in that would trigger things. And I would question and talk to these friends about why this was happening and just using this as a random example. If I have been abandoned in the past, like, oh, this would make it makes sense that when I didn't hear from you for 24 hours, like it made me feel unsafe. And so these are the kinds of conversations that I was having with my friends and still have all the time so that we can understand why we act or respond in certain ways. And all that that does is allow you to get to know yourself even deeper. And I think now because I literally understand why I am the way I am on so many different levels, I feel like this confidence in navigating the world, I also feel so strong in the things that serve me and don't serve me and this has also been like trial and error here of you know I I haven't really partied much here I've maybe gone out like two times and I think of in my time of being here in Bali and Thailand like I've maybe had like four to five drinks something like that and every time after I drink I don't like the way I feel when I go out really late, I don't like the way I feel. And this is just really important information for me because. I now know that these are things I do not want to be doing. Yes, every once in a while, like I love to go out and have a dance, but I would much rather go to an ecstatic dance that's in the morning or at five o'clock or six o'clock and be in bed by 10 and ha- have already showered, eaten my dinner and am asleep, you know? And so I am so aligned now with the things that do and don't serve me and feel stronger in myself than ever before to say no and also to spend time alone and not have that FOMO of missing out of what my friends are doing. You know, in the past, I think there have been so many experiences where I went to the concert or the event or the party or whatever it is because or even just like hanging out late at night with friends just because I didn't want to feel like I was missing out and feel left out. And yeah, that FOMO like may still arise. I'm not going to lie and say it's never going to be there and might not come up. But I feel so much stronger in myself to say, you know what, no, I'm going to spend time alone, because I know that this is actually going to serve me better. I know that I have so many friendships back home that are people I love so incredibly deeply and have been in my life for so, so long. And I'm going to spend time with these people and I'm going to spend time with them intentionally and not do things with them that don't serve me. I'm not going to go out for drinks with my friends because that's what they want to do. I will suggest, hey, let's go for a coffee or let's go sit in the park together or let's go on a hike or hang out in your backyard or whatever it is, because those are the types of situations that I want to be in. And I no longer am going to put myself in situations or hang out with people in ways that I don't want to, because why should I? These are the kinds of things that are being in line with tapping into that higher version of yourself and i have noticed that when i do things that are out of alignment or hang out with people that are out of alignment it truly truly affects me and i'm i i in this moment feel that i am just past that and it feels really good to feel that way and So with all of these things, with feeling strong enough to say no, feeling absolutely okay being alone, knowing the things that light me up, knowing and having practices to bring me back to myself, understanding my triggers and my traumas and learning how to navigate them, these are the things that allow me to feel so at home within myself and I had mentioned earlier in this podcast about like dating myself and feeling like I had fallen in love with myself. And when you think about it, these are the things that come up in conscious relationships. And that, that's the kind of relationship I want to be in. And so now seeing that I've been able to do that with myself is just so freaking cool, <laughs> and powerful and you know, when you're dating someone, it's not just going to be all beautiful, happy butterflies. No, you're going to see things that you don't like. And and you have two options. You can either ignore them and then face the consequences later, or you can speak up for yourself and say, hey, I really didn't enjoy this. Or like, when you do this, it makes me feel this way. And, you know, knowing that it's not always them that has to change, and it's not always you that has to change. And things may just not be, you may not be aligned for each other, but- expressing yourself and not being afraid of that and learning to navigate one another and understanding why you react in certain ways and be able to being able to express that to your partner so you can navigate them together and learn how to work through these things like that is relationship and the same goes for when you are loving and dating yourself and so yeah I feel so incredibly grateful for where I am right now in my life. And this year has been filled with so many different things. And I think one of the biggest things I thought was going to shift this year was like my career and being super successful in my career and knowing exactly what I wanted to do and like making money and doing all these things and that is like definitely not where I'm at. I still am constantly trying to figure out what I'm doing with my career, and how I'm going to make the money that I want to make and need to make to live. And I could totally be so upset and so down on myself. But this year has really not been about that for me this year has been a massive massive year of growth and self-connection and devotion to myself and i am just so incredibly happy and proud and so in love with myself and where i am in my life right now and that shows me and it's giving me this feeling this sensation that it is safe to go back home to California. And it is safe to not necessarily know like where I'm going to be or where I want to go next, because I have this deep sense of home and love within myself. And I just think that that is one of the most beautiful and most important and invaluable things that you could feel. So I encourage you to just allow this episode to to have you question, like, do I feel at home in myself? And are there different ways that I could feel more at home within myself? And do you feel that your environment where you live is a make or break of your happiness? Or can you connect to the happiness within yourself in order to like light you up and bring you joy, going inwards for that sense of joy and inner peace rather than searching outwards for it. Um, So yeah, I hope this episode leads you into some introspection and reflection, and I will see you in the next episode. Thank you again for listening to the Plants, Prana, and Purpose podcast. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast to stay up to date with the release of my next episode. If you feel inspired by what was on the pod today, please rate and review on Apple Podcasts. It truly helps the podcast so much. In addition, if you're feeling called to support the podcast in another way, you can send a donation using the link in the show notes. Any small contribution truly makes a difference. This will help me consistently create and put out content for you guys. I am sending each and every one of you all of my love. See you next time.